How do I get out of a creative rut? Dear creative mind, this is the question we'll explore in this episode today. So I'm going to share my personal perspective on the creative process and getting stuck in the creative process. So if ever you look around you and you just see a pile of drafts or it's been just feeling heavy for you to complete a project from A to Z, let's talk about it. Dear creative mind, welcome. This podcast is a space I created for us to explore the depth, textures, and intricacies of our creative mind. My name is Pascal, and I'll be your guide, helping you navigate your rebellious path. I know our creative mind sometimes gets lost in the maze of our imagination or sidetracked by the stories of our inner critic. On this podcast, you'll find grounding meditations to soothe your mind, coaching notes to help you find more focus and flow, and conversations with other creatives to inspire you in the hopes of helping you better understand and take care of your whole creative self. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sure you've heard before how important it is to find joy in the creative process. And I'm also sure you felt that before, this very exciting feeling of a new idea and then having this rush of energy to get started and feeling immersed in that process for hours, for days, for weeks. And maybe it's been a while that you felt this way and maybe right now you feel like the opposite. Um, You're not inspired or you cannot really seem to get started or it's very difficult for you to complete a project. So I completely understand how this feels. Um, And even though I do agree with the fact that joy is very essential in the creative process, I also think it's very important for us to understand what the creative process even is, what the steps are, so that eventually we can pinpoint where exactly we tend to get stuck and why we get stuck at that stage so that we can find solutions around that. So in today's conversation, I wanted to share with you how I personally see the creative process. So that step-by-step process we go through when we create something, whether it's a painting or an offer in our business, for example. So if you create art for yourself or you decide to create a business out of it, just that, that whole process from A to Z. And this will be my personal way of seeing it. You'll most likely find so many versions in books or online of what a creative process is and what the steps are. And I would really encourage you to ask yourself as you listen to this episode, what is my own creative process? What does it look like? So really getting curious about that and asking yourself, what are my steps? And I think by doing so, it's going to be very helpful for you to eventually, as I said, pinpoint where you get stuck. And by knowing that, it's going to be easier for you to, well, get untangled in that process. For me personally, the creative process goes through seven steps. And because I'm someone who needs to make sense of everything and find a meaning behind everything, I found a way that speaks to me to really get a better understanding of that creative process and I 
connected it with the chakra system. So maybe your creative mind is going to visualize it the same way, um, maybe not. So really, again, ask yourself what would make sense for you and kind of how you picture it. What are the steps for you? So it might be helpful right now to kind of bring to mind the latest project you've worked on. Uh, maybe it was a challenging one and also maybe one that was a bit easier so you can kind of reverse engineer it and do some forensic audit on it to see what the step-by-step was for you. So you can go ahead and maybe grab a sheet of paper if you want to take notes or maybe draw your own understanding of that process um, so that you can identify where exactly you get stuck. Because as I was saying, it's always simpler to find a solution when you are clear about what the problem even is. So right now, if ever you feel like nothing's working for you and you're stuck everywhere, I completely hear you. I've felt that before. But the reality is that you are probably stuck or tangled in one specific step. And that makes you feel like everything is one big knot, but that's not necessarily the case. So if ever you feel like that, take a deep breath with me and we're going to explore that together. So the first step of my understanding of a creative process is inspiration, which I associate with the crown chakra. So that's when our creative mind kind of gets ignited with this new idea, a new concept. Maybe it's a question that we want to explore through art or project. So everything feels like it's Everything is possible. We feel hopeful, we feel creative, we feel inspired. It's very exciting. And often at that stage, like the, the idea is very shapeless. It's blurry. Uh, it can be just a feeling. It can be just a sound or an image. It can be a word or like a sentence or a color. So it's just that initial spark that pulls us towards the creative process And we feel this sudden need to create something. So it's like a springboard. We're being inspired by something and we're being inspired to create something. And for me, it makes sense to associate it with the crown chakra because it's connected to something bigger than us. It's connected to the universe, the divine, to God, to whatever you believe in that's bigger than you. And actually, I think it's Julia Cameron in the artist's way that talks about it. If ever that's not the case, just let me know. Um, But I remember her sharing about how, as an artist, you can choose to see yourself as a channel for creative energy. And if you go back to the word inspiration, you can see it as something is being breathed into you. And I personally like seeing it this way because it helps me detach myself from the art that I create and when I do that I don't feel like my inner critic is like present as much it's as if I'm receiving the creative idea from the universe from spirit and I'm simply channeling it so my role as an artist is now to bring it to the physical plane and you might not really resonate with this I don't always do it really depends But I go back to this quite often because I find it helpful to just avoid, you know, judging an idea at that stage or like overthinking it. And it helps me trust in the rest of the process. So 
if I get inspired and I feel the pull to work on something, um, this concept of being a channel really kind of prevents me from getting stuck in my mind and wondering if it's a good idea and how it could be better. Um, and I just know that by taking action on that first spark of inspiration is going to help me find those answers along the way. So at this first stage of the creative process, um, for me, it's really about being receptive to what resonates with my spirit, basically, um, and it's following where my spirit gets pulled. But then again, you might really not be there right now. You might not feel inspired at all. We've all been there, and I know how scary that can be when you feel like you don't have good ideas anymore, and you'll never have ideas again, and you kind of spiral into that that anxiety loop really fast. So if ever that's the case, if ever you've been feeling this way, I would really encourage you to reflect on your sense of being connected. So that can be to the universe, to the divine, to your spirit, to God, can be to nature, whatever feels bigger than you. So you can ask yourself, you know, do I need to unplug from the external noise and focus on having a deeper connection with my spirit, with nature, with God or the universe? Or do I need to surround myself with things that really speak to me, to my spirit, to my true self, to what really sparks inspiration for me and feels joyful? And maybe you're going to realize that you've been kind of surrounded by people or things or your own beliefs that kind of shrink you instead of helping you expand and maybe you're part of spaces that put you in this activated state or that trigger anxiety and it's quite difficult or I would even say impossible to be receptive uh, to the creative energy when you're in that state of being activated, anxious or like you feel like you need to shrink to, to fit into certain spaces. So that for me is the first step, just making sure that you are receptive to that creative energy. And sometimes it's a matter of decluttering your space and not only your physical space, but decluttering your mind and just making sure that you feed your mind with things that actually speak to you and inspire you, not shrink you. It helps you expand who you already are and kind of helps you get closer to that vision that you have instead of, of putting you in a space where you, you're judging it. The second step for me is incubation, and I associate it with the third eye chakra. It's that moment where we choose to let that first spark of inspiration just breathe a little bit. So we let our creative mind kind of digest it. So we, we wait to receive a clearer direction. And we can wait a few seconds or, you know, years in some cases. But I think that in time, the more you go through the process, the more you become aware of those steps, the more connected you are to the process, the easier it's going to be for you to feel when it's time to take action on that next step. And of course, while being honest with you when it comes to procrastination, because there's a difference between letting an idea marinate and just procrastinating on it. 
But going back to that incubation, if the first step was a spark of inspiration, so maybe that spark of inspiration, you can visualize it as a, a cloud. In this incubation step, it's really starting to take shape. So, and for me, that step really requires a lot of trust in the creative process, but also in, in me as a creative and in my, in my intuition, in my inner guidance. So this third eye chakra. And that being said, we often don't have the luxury of this step when we work in the corporate world or in an advertising agency. Um, so really allow yourself the space for it if ever you're working on a personal project or now you're running your own creative business. Because if it feels like you're like you're pushing or forcing too much at some point, I want you to go back and really get curious about this incubation phase. So maybe you didn't leave enough space for that step. Step three in this creative process or my understanding of it is conceptualization. And I associate it with the throat chakra. So this is basically when the first shape becomes a bit more detailed. So it becomes a clear idea, a clear concept. And often it's motivated by something we want to say. So that's why I like to pair it with the throat chakra. If ever you witnessed a lot of overthinking in your own creative process and you tend to ruminate or, you know, you go back and forth on some options and scenarios and you have this initial idea, but you just don't know what shape it's going to take and then it kind of prevents you from taking action on it and and really bringing it to life. Um I think it can be, I don't want to say dangerous, but kind of is, but tricky at least to get lost in comparing your work or getting a bit too inspired by what's out there or similar projects or, you know, what's trending or what's popular. I would really, really encourage you to go back to your creative vision and your creative identity and the message that you want to share. So what do you want to say? What's important for you to say through your art and kind of see how it inspires the shape that you want it to, to have. So again, that's why I like to associate it with the throat chakra because it reminds me to go back to my own voice instead of getting lost in other voices. Step four for me is called connection and I associate it with the heart chakra. So it's the step between the, you know, the headspace and the body. So it's the step between imagining our idea with our creative mind and then manifesting it into reality. And connection can be about reconnecting with yourself. It can be just making sure you hold space for a lot of compassion halfway through the process because some heavy emotions can come up for sure. And it can be also a good moment to set some boundaries for yourself, with yourself, with other people when it comes to the rest of this process. And it can also be connection with others. So maybe you want to brainstorm with other creative minds. Maybe you want to collaborate with people. And when we do so, it can really lead to new solutions that we couldn't see on our own and also feeling less alone feeling part of a community and we're just making sure we're supporting ourselves in that step 
And I just want to mention, because I just mentioned, you know, don't lose yourself in other voices. I think it's important at that step to see if you want to connect with other creative minds because your your idea already has a shape. Uh, you already know what you want to create. And I would just encourage you to set some boundaries around what you're willing to change and what you're willing to what you're not willing to change about that idea. So what you're receptive to when it comes to feedback and what you want to make sure to keep because it can be very um, tricky to get a lot of feedback and new ideas and then you go back to the first few stages and, and you're stuck there. So just make sure before you get into any kind of brainstorming or collaboration that you're kind of very, not strict, but at least very clear about your own boundaries with that project. And then we get into step five, which is creation. And I associate it with the solar plexus chakra, so that inner fire, our center of personal power. And at that step, we're kind of being asked to ground the idea from our mind to the physical plane um, through the body, through whatever kind of um, creative outlet that we chose. So. The idea now is asking to move. It's asking to be manifested. So it's really all about taking action on that inspiration, on that idea. So we had the spark. We made sure to let it marinate in the incubation phase. We now have a clear idea that we conceptualized. Uh, we have boundaries around it. Maybe we collaborated with someone. We're making sure we're supporting ourselves and, and having a lot of compassion for ourselves. And now it's time to make it happen, basically. So it's a very action-oriented phase of the process. The next step, step six, is contribution. And I associate it with the sacral chakra. So that's the actual birth of your project. It's time to flow out of you, to be completed, and then to be shared. Um, that's why I call it contribution because it's now out into the world and through your art you can now contribute to your community or what you believe in or you know helping the world around you more actively. And the very last step which is the step I associate with the root chakra is called restoration. So for me that's all about allowing yourself to pause, to rest, to ground also and find back your stability because the creative process is messy. It asks a lot of us. It's vulnerable. It can be very heavy at times, just as much as it can be very joyful. And we need this period to reflect and to assess and to restore. So to find our footing before we begin again. And at that step, it can also be linked to themes around worth. So charging for your art, being compensated for your creative work. So there you have it. This is how I personally see the creative process. So again, inspiration, incubation, conceptualization, collaboration, creation, contribution, and restoration. And I'd love to know what yours looks like and also what step feels more challenging for you. And I want to remind you that this process is not linear. It's a cycle. It comes with highs and lows, with joy and frustration. And there's room for all of it. 
So today I just wanted you to reflect on your own creative process to kind of define what the steps are for you and and see where you tend to get stuck. And in a future episode, I really want us to focus on these creative knots. So you might have, you know, observed that before, but I don't like to call them creative blocks. Um, So we'll explore what happens when we get stuck in those phases um, so that we can find solutions around it. So stay tuned for that episode. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me today and we'll speak very soon. Thank you for having this conversation or meditation with me today. And because it is a conversation, you're always welcome to reach out and let me know what came up for you. If this episode felt supportive, please share it with a friend and take a quick minute to leave a rating and a review. It means the world to me when you support the podcast. And if you're curious about working with me as your private coach, you can learn more at DearCreativeMind.com. That's also where you can find more resources to support you and also join our monthly gathering, The Creative Playground. Thank you so much for being here today and we'll speak again very soon.